Hello and welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel. We are so excited to roll some dice and tell some stories with you all tonight. But before we get into it, let me introduce our wonderful cast as well as the great characters they are playing. B. Dave, take it away. Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. I am playing freely the lucky halfling. Uh, he's a sweet boy. Yep. The sweetest of boys. Todd? Oh, oh no. Uh, hi, I'm Todd Kenrick. I play Avrin. He's not the sweetest of boys, but he'll persuade you that he is. He's sweet to me. With varying degrees of success. Bring. I like my failures more than I like my successes. Fair. <laughs> We're entertaining that way. Jen? Hey, I am Jen Kretschmer. Uh, I am playing Alindra, your friendly neighborhood uh, wizard cleric. Very nice. Lauren? Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm going to be playing your friendly dragonborn cleric, just trying to keep everyone alive. I feel like you have like some PTSD with this now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like she probably does. Like, I have no diamonds. <laughs> this is this is part of that's her gonna life. be my soundbite for you i have no diamonds, have no diamonds. diamonds. That, that's gonna be the blues song that she have sings any diamonds tell me <laughs> tell me we can do a, an episode where we go to the future we meet old Kara, and she's suddenly an old southern woman <laughs> i have no diamonds i guess I have that's no the, diamonds yeah. i don't kids, know what did, i'm did, doing did your kids mm -hmm. bring any diamonds with you? <laughs> you, got, you got any diamonds uh, my god got, got any of those hey, those hey, diamonds, diamonds. Hey. That was, was diamonds? Yeah. <laughs> the, way, the way you're scratching your neck while you say it, Peter. The worst. The worst. Well, now I have a place to um, aim for with Orkira. Thank you very much. There you go. Addicted to diamonds. Megan? Hello, everyone. I am Megan Kenrick. I'll be playing Sophias, and I am very caffeinated. Uh, today is planner coffee day. It should be interdimensional coffee day because I can see through space and time. <laughs> And of course, last but not least, Hope. Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle, and I'm going to be playing your best friend, Penelope Halfpint, your halfling druid. Awesome. And as always, I am Jasmine, that bronze girl, Bular, your DM for this campaign. Before we get into uh, the summary of what happened last week, which I'm going to let somebody else do, because I, for some reason, have blanked out in the last five minutes of it, we have some awesome fan art to show you. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. So not only were we showing an art reel before the, the show started, but we have some awesome fan art. So this first one is the, the entire crew, Yay! including Bertrand. So, so good. So that was good. my favorite. I love Machete and I love Bertrand yeah. and I love that Machete is basically Avon's familiar now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Machete was what put that one over the top for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much in love with Bertrand and, and Penelope holding Bertrand in joy. <laughs> that right there. Yeah. I like Delight. how they're about the same size. Yes. <laughs> so this is just like accurate. death doll. <laughs> and that's from uh, at Danny Schiffbau one on Twitter. So definitely go check that out if you're Thank listening you to the that, podcast Danny. version. And then, so this isn't quite fan art as much for Silver and Steel. Uh, so Deej Store did a, a stat block of me, which is weird, although fun. And I'm super, I'm just kind of blown away by the whole thing. But there are two mm. Silver and Steel things in here. If you will notice, uh, my skills are I have plus 20 to Silver and plus 20 to Steel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, That's right. And uh, one of my powers is, or here we go again. <laughs> Which Very is clever. a healing spell. So so thank you so much, Adi and Deej, for that. And then finally, we do have gifts because 
Uh, Robo Goblin continues to be awesome, and we have gifts from the last episode. And kind of my favorite is this first one with Penelope. When you want to say something mean, just say something nice instead. <laughs> Which we could all that's use. Advice that, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's advice a lot of people could Penelope's probably use. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are all excellent gifts, but that first they one are. just gets me, gets my heart. So. Aww. So thank you, as always, TTRPG Gifts and everybody who makes awesome fan art. And now we have an art reel, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll never forget Penelope getting me in a corner with, like, well, <laughs> that would have meant li- that you lied, Averin, and you, you would never, never lie to me. <laughs> this is awkward. My, you might recall that was one of the first things Freely got Penelope's friends don't lie. Back when he was <laughs> when he was still a mind player, you told him that, and then he hit you back with it later on. Yep. <laughs> Penelope um, has a way of getting right to everybody's heart. Oh, mm-hmm. she it's does. So- it's that sincerity. Mm-hmm. It's uh, off-putting and also endearing. <laughs> <laughs> off-putting because so most you- players are insincere. <laughs> oh, just, look, just at me like I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I mean, is it a lie though? Like how quickly we turn to manipulation in D and D? It's like I think, and then you know, you never feel bad about it until Penelope's like. Well, I mean, that means we have to go back and help her because you did say you would. And it's like, oh, I had no intention of doing that. <laughs> I'm the god of trickery. That's my. <laughs> the polar opposite. You all have to deal with your own over. consciences. <laughs> hey, listen, um, you asked us to come and we brought Penelope. And so now there you go. <laughs> and she's going to be the angel on your shoulder while Freely is the devil on your shoulder. Yay, yeah, halflings. The two <laughs> halflings. Oh, I just love me. how like everyone can be engaged in combat and Penelope's like, I'm going to be a friend with this turtle. And it's the <laughs> best. It's the best thing. The, it's the best thing you can do. Oh, As we were you. reminded, this is Penelope who tried to heal the Kraken. <laughs> also the best thing you can do. Yeah. Or Kraken. Mm-hmm. I got nothing against the Kraken. Let's get Kraken. Um, I like that. Yeah, I love that. Last week, our adventurers concluded their council meeting and uh, did a little walking, I guess, appraisal slash inspection of uh, the new warship, scouting ship, battleship. I love I can hear the air quotes in your voice. Yeah, that Port Argent put together. Yeah, it's not up to snuff. Made of birchwood. Freely actually. Basically tissue paper. Some of it. Basically. And so, uh, yeah, it's called Falva's Breath. And uh, they expect to bring this thing to bear against whatever is making some of their fishing vessels go missing. However, you guys don't think it's going to it's gonna make it into the water. So that was one of the things you wanted to address. I know you sent some of the villagers to go to go secure some snail flail snail secretions to maybe lacquer or shellac the boat in that. That would definitely provide some hardening properties as well as definitely some anti-magic properties. And uh, I know you were then going to check in with Hank since you had missed a meeting with him previously. You also have your own sort of underwater walking crab-like vessel thing put together for you by Salome that you fondly refer to as Sally. She has managed to secure uh, a majority of the parts to put this contraption, this monstrosity together. However, she was just working on stabilizing the fuel and procuring more fuel, 
which she told you she got from some type of dung left behind by uh, some type of uh, deep aquatic creature that leaves it in these like strange large balls in these trenches. And she managed to turn that into an actually pretty efficient biofuel. However, it has a bit of an explosive combustion that she was trying to dial in. You successfully uh, dissuaded her rivals into not stealing her engine, but instead helping her stabilize the fuel she was putting into it, which has put you ahead of the game a bit. And now during your meeting with Hank, you actually discovered that you actually share a language with Hank. I think a couple of you actually do. Those of you who can speak Abyssal, I think, share a language with Hank. Uh, so you no longer have to rely on psychic communication. But before we get into all of that, hit the trailer, Will. would like to mention before we dive into the game that every single time myself <laughs> or uh, one of our great players rolls a nat 20, uh, somebody in the audience will win a legendary bundle uh, from D&D Beyond. So give me all your energy for great rolls because when I roll 20s, things get interesting. But like not too much energy. You know, but like a good chunk. But like not, not fun. all of it. But like a good chunk. Yes. <laughs> uh, not, just not, like not, not full of Spirit bomb power. levels. More like limited yeah, power. More like, like consider it limited power, you know. <laughs> but then give like us more of it. Mm -hmm. The energy these kids have. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. I think Jasmine can have all the power she wants as long as she's playing Hank. True. That's true. Hank hey, when is, Hank rolls, yes. yeah. Yeah. Hank, Hank can do all I the mean, natural twenties he wants. Griff too. <laughs> Valid. Griff would be awesome. Yeah. Griff looks so angry in that fan art that I kind Griff of find is it so judgy. The you judgy know, you're playing of judgy eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Judgy eyebrows. Uh, it's just all about yeah. the judgy eyebrows. Like True. who doesn't who doesn't want an owl with the judgiest of eyebrows? I mean, he's literally out. he's literally seen a lot though. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel we like I have, have pretty judgy eyebrows. Oh, it, I mean, I wasn't gonna just bust you out like that, but yeah, I'm not... I felt called out. I felt I was like, this is, <laughs> I'm in this photo. <laughs> you, you have very expressive eyebrows. That's all. Yeah, it's a strength. I always know what uh, my husband is thinking. Yeah, Todd is the <laughs> poker face. Yep. Should play yeah. Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually planning to. It seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, so you find yourself on the dock talking to Hank. I forget what you asked him last. Oh, I think he had just finished asking you about Callie. Um, and you let him know that she was going to be staying in the Underdark when he was very disappointed about that but yeah i think that was i think that was the last conversation you had before we determined you do share a language which is primordial not abyssal yeah because kelly doesn't love him wasn't that it's just family first it's complicated <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't there's, there's... go as far to say that she doesn't love him but you know family first like b dave said like freely said yes both 
I don't know who this B-Dave you speak of, but I've heard stories of a, a giant in a foreign land. I, I've met him in another dimension. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Hank, when are we, uh, so the big threat under the ocean, when, when are we handling this? Yeah, like, good let's, time. Let's, like, let's do it. I like, do pop my sword. I'm like, okay, let's roll. Yeah, we're ready. doing it. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. come on. All right. Also, do you have a thing called floaties? Because I have, I'm like all in plate mail and I don't know if that's good for floating. Floaties. He right. says slowly. Maybe like kelp <laughs> bubbles in it. No, I'm thinking I'm going to be taking this off. He kind of nods from like, kind of nods his head from side to side while he thinks and contemplates. He's like, well, some of the trackers from my village have been keeping eyes on this thing. It's still a ways out. And while it's in its deeps, <clears throat> it would not behoove us to fight it. It would be to our advantage to wait until it's in shallower waters. It, we don't have any hooves. So we don't mm. take the boat. You're muted, B-Dave. If Kretzala is still some distance away, do you have any idea what fate has befallen our fishing vessels? Several have set out and not returned. Um, Let's see, actually. Y'all, we already established Hank is tough, so if we got to work this dude, hit him really mm -hmm. fast. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Hank, cool, cool, cool. Let me just ask you, smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that role, I have no idea. <laughs> I Honestly, like, I've buddy. been very busy for the past few days. Busy with what? Making seashell jewelry. <gasps> oh, was it for Callie? Because we can see that she gets it. We can see that she gets it. Caring like, is caring. It's like a long trip, but it's like a not insurmountably long trip. Well, I had hoped to give them to her myself. They... <laughs> natural color of these shells match the sheen in her metallic eyes. Okay, so hear me out, buddy. Hear me out. So uh, there was like this cove and it would have been like over there somewhere and like these turtles, they were like, they were the cutest thing, but they were kind of goofy, but they're like this big. But there was a way that those turtles were getting out of the underdark into the ocean and it's like over there, like half a day's ride. So maybe there's a way that you can get down there that you guys could at least like meet and talk by the water because there is a way. Yeah, just yeah. don't take a horse because that will die. No, that's that, that yeah. ill-advised. There was a big whale that got there too, so there's got to be like a, a big hole that gets there, right? Yeah, Maybe man. Maybe I could speak to this whale. This this information is very valuable. What if we were to try to bait this serpent into fighting us in the cave? It would solve a lot of your issues. That's I mean, true. we could yeah. corner it. We could trap it. It couldn't and you get away. could fight on favored terrain. Yeah, it couldn't get away from us, but we couldn't get away from mm -hmm. it either. And and that's that also puts all those people at risk that live down there. They didn't agree to this. This is us talking. Yeah, are we certain that we need to fight it? Are we certain we can't reason with it? No, let's fight it. I do not believe that. Oh, Penelope Penelope looks at Penelope. <laughs> if Penelope is saying to fight. I think we should fight. Well, Penelope's the only one that could probably talk to it anyway, so I'd believe her if she said we gotta fight it. It's probably nothing. <laughs> I, have a, I have a psychic connection to a giant turtle god. I don't know if that's a thing. I, I guess I probably should have brought that up earlier. Also, I don't breathe now, so, you know. Yeah, then why? turtle god? Yeah, it's hmm. in my brain. It's uh, telling me it needs help. Help? Do you know anything about that, big turtle? I have heard, yes. She okay. is old and wise, will not hurt anyone. She is in trouble. Is it Nalise? Was that the turtle? 
Honestly, my own notes, I wrote down a name and didn't write what that name was. So I, I think that was the turtle god's name. <laughs> I think I may know of the waters in which she makes her home. Well, uh, is there a way we can get there? And is it possible this Chrysala has minions? Mm. Big things tend to have little things. There are creatures that follow in its wake, feeding off of its discarded leavings. Bits of creatures it leaves behind. But behind it, not ahead of it. I turn and I look at Orkira and Penelope and Alindra, and I say, ah, the reason why we figured out something was wrong was the big predators were getting out of hand because there was nothing to keep them in check. It's like Kretzala was eating the big fish. They were eating the big fish. They were leaving all these other fish out to do what they will. It was disrupting everything. And uh, that was when I made my friend Chonkers. You will love Chonkers if we get to meet him, Penelope, like a big old chonky boy. But uh, is it possible something else like that is happening? Like, I think we kind of got rid of them, but something is still wrecking these boats. So what do you think is that th- something larger than Kretzala? Oh, oh no. no. Smaller than Kretzala, but big enough to take out our, our boats. It's always possible. There's also often symbiotic creatures that mm. will uh, follow in the wake of, of, of a larger creature. They, they will perform some sort of service for that larger, more powerful creature. She's looking pointedly at Averin, uh while uh, receiving some sort of food or power in exchange. Okay, but, yeah. But, but that larger creature can destroy that smaller creature at any time. I did splice myself. My clone selves, not me, because that would be crazy. Uh, with sharks, just to see what would happen out of that. Going sharfins. Sh- 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 we, we're workshopping the title. Anyways, th- those were a mess. But yeah, so there might no. be some kind of weird threat under the ocean that's swarming the giant old turtle that is apparently wise and kind. And I'm not quite sure we have an, why we have an emotional connection, because that makes no sense. But yeah. Or Kira, hmm. you're capable of sending messages across the planes. Are you able to send messages on this plane? Yeah, of course. If I know who I need to send to, I can. I mean, if we had to get word to Vonda, for instance, like, oh, hey, by the way, like a giant death monster is going to be in the cave. Maybe don't be there. That's something you could communicate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, do I need to do that now? Are we doing this now? I thought the, uh, I no, thought I the big I creature was like way yeah, out. Like, and we, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Would, yeah. yeah. And but we still have a interesting, though. I feel like if we're even thinking along those lines of fight in the cave, that like, you know, there's a lot of people down there, maybe like some sort of heads up. (laughs) While we're discussing this, we might want to think about the idea of of if we're dealing with a creature that's so immensely large, we we dealt with this with the worm, uh, making it smaller, perhaps? More manageable? Using its size against it in some way. Large as well. Well, I I also have a way to make rather large creatures feel small. So we do have that. I mean, me too. Ha. And I show the swords. <laughs> not, really, not really the same thing. I mean, yeah, kind of the same thing. I do look at Alindra and I say, I, I think trying to reason with it's not a bad idea. I do have a way with animals, but I think we kind of have to assume that she's not going to want to talk to us. Like we try and talk. And then like, like when we met Chonkers, Chonkers had like two, like a brother and a sister and like, they were not interested. And even Chonkers was like 50-50, but like we got to a good place in our relationship. Like I find about 30% of the time I can get the animals to listen. So mm. and maybe not, maybe not, maybe not plan A. 
What if we found some chonkers like animals and Penelope learned to do her thing? Like, I don't know how useful centipede is, but what if we found some monster, some big things under the ocean that maybe Penelope can mimic? Give us a fighting chance. I mean, Penelope is scary strong now. We can do that. I just like motion at Hank. I'm like, can you, can you, can you do that? I mean, he's from under the ocean. I don't, I don't, I don't know how this works. I don't know. Is because like, I'm sorry, are you calling Hank a creature? Yeah, look at him. But <laughs> he's a person that has scales. No, he didn't. I mean, like, he like can talk, but no. But I mean, like, look at this guy. He's like twelve foot tall. Like, it... you were you you and I both were mind flayers at some point. <laughs> So I feel like I can speak with some authority on what makes a creature a creature. Yeah. You know I miss the metallic one. The, it, Sentience is what defines an individual. An individual who believes they are a person is the one who decides whether or not they are persons. I don't, nobody even checked with Hank and asked him if he thinks he's a person, but that's okay. That's okay. I turn to Hank and I say in primordial, how do you define yourself? I did not believe my personhood was in question. Not did I. And I turn back to, to Freely and I, I say, he's, he's a person. Yeah, no question. Well, and I turn to the, I turn, I like behind Lindra, I just say in primordial, slam. <laughs> While you're asking him questions, have you asked Hank if anyone's ever tried to talk to this Kritzala? It's a very good point. So, Hank, uh, the thoughts, uh, what sort of experience do you have with this creature? And, and and how have past interactions gone with it? I was not around for its first battle with my people. But from what I understand, the ocean churns like a tempest is upon it. The air itself darkens and the water crackles with energy. And everything in its vicinity, anything that has the intelligence to, runs. And then it's just an ever-consuming maw. At least that's what people say they see first. From the depths, it comes, and it just consumes everything around it. Or Kira, I have a question, real quick. So you you get you're into this whole god thing, right? Well, I mean, I I have a god, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, how do you do the thingy thing where you're like, hey, listen to me? What like? Pray? There's a, ah, that's it. That's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> the thing that everyone does to me, I, I, I'm not really good at the other direction on that one. Uh, so, everyone, how is, I, everyone is strong. Everyone that's strong. Right. Yeah. So, how do I? I'm not saying I want to pray, but communicate with, say, a giant turtle. Like, well, I don't have a lot of experience with a giant turtle, but at least when I want to talk to the phoenix, I just feel where you know that part of me. There's like a part of me. Usually, it's like right here, right in my. Uh, right by my heart that they're always kind of hanging out in it's like warm it's nice and i just reach for that and say hi and most of the time they don't answer and then every once in a while they do and it's nice even maybe that's why you do not pray to anything it is because you're undead and your insides are cold no that's that's uh, i was i was not praying a long time before that but oh. that's fair i mean i mean hurtful but fair <laughs> I, I love you sweetie Oh, it's uh, not, it not the criticism, merely an observation. Oh, okay. by the way, those sturge tongues that we took out freely are gamey. They're <laughs> they're definitely coming up. They, they are they're a little gamey. I I fear that your undead intestines may not have the ability to digest them, so I will be deep frying them a little bit more. Yeah, I reach out and put my hands on both sides of Avrin's face, and I say, "All right, 
Ready for a little thought exercise, buddy? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, literally. That's how it starts. Oh, no, Here's no. what you got to do. Inside, in your hard box, in there, in your hard box, ask yourself, what would Freely say? And then just talk to the turtle inside your mind. I believe in you. And I do give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay, so, like, I'm a super big deal turtle guy, and uh, you should tell me what's going on. <laughs> so I'm also very tall for a halfling. So relatively compared to you, maybe that doesn't seem like a big thing. Oh, by the way, you're doing great. Keep going, keep going. No, but inside your heart. Oh, right, inside. Sorry, inside. You can talk out loud if it helps. I mean, that's usually what I do. I sit down. I'm like, okay, I'm mm -hmm. going to pretend I'm okay. Oh, Lindra literally takes out an encyclopedia of religion and hands it to Avrin. Oh, this is way better. Thank you. Okay, so I've never seen that before. <laughs> and I'm going to try to communicate with. The mm -hmm. turtle. Hank sees you so like I'm sit not down. Sure which with, set like, of rituals you're looking for? Because I'm not sure which god this is. Because I'm not quite sure where. I like, I like the one but, with the pentacle. Why don't school. you you sit down and take a look at that? See if anything seems to to match up with your um your experiences, and perhaps you can you can modify the rituals for your own uh, your own encounter. I stop your book, Asmodeus. I know him. <laughs> uh, I. Mm, mm, yeah mm, mm -hmm. i'm going to attempt to pray okay mm. how do you do so <laughs> i just i try to imagine all the times i've seen orkira do whatever orkira does I'm oh just no gonna, i'm just gonna hold a book to my heart <laughs> i'm gonna like loosen up my shoulders like i got wings or something i'm just gonna be like in my head I'm just like okay turtle god i don't know if you can hear me but like we know you're hurting you need help I may be saying this out loud as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, can you get, give us like uh, kind of a direction you might be at or like some kind of instructions that we can help you? Also, I'm super pious. As you say this, you feel like <laughs> almost like rain falling down on you. And as you look around, you notice it's Hank who's like created a little waterfall with his like, you know, water jet ability and is spraying it down on you. And he starts laughing. <laughs> Now listen, if you don't get an answer, it's not that the turtle doesn't love you. He says <laughs> Remember how sending sometimes takes some time. He like yeah, giggles. This is sending much he, further. And he says in primordial, he says, uh, are you attempting to speak to Mother Turtle? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I know a bit about her. Oh yeah. She is interesting. She is kind, but she is a goddess of redemption. Ew. She sinks to the deepest depths of the ocean and carries the enlightened to the surface on her back, reborn. She oftentimes requires sacrifice, sacrifice of spirit, sacrifice of soul. For upon her back, you are broken until you are made into something better, something stronger. I mean, is it like a fun pain or is it kind of like an excruciating pain or like a keyhole pain like what what kind of pain are we talking here like hurt me but make me feel safe at the same time yeah no i know what you mean mm -hmm. I, like, I is there a safety word pain i creep up besides Avrin and i say well the last time i had to explode so oh that's right wow wait you trade you traded it up from paylor no that's not how that works he never lets you explode it's weird. Even I don't want you to explode because I am not a very good seamstress and I am not as good as you at, at stitching things up. 
You're sure great, someone has an ending. Most of my skin fits. It's great. Because I wear really eyes or bisque a lot. <laughs> He's a beautiful boy. And you you make one more comment about his appearance, and I okay. will turn you back into a mind flare. You know, Sir th- Sir Bisquelot is also overly caffeinated, and Sir Bisquelot is also offering free mind readings today if anybody is interested. <laughs> oh, oh, me, 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 me. So at the risk of misking the thread here, you all, since we have Hank in attendance, we've got some time till Kretzala arrives. I don't know how long, Hank. Possibility of what was just described about the moor coming up from the depths. Is it possible that this isn't a creature at all? And that it's some sort of portal? If it comes with that regularity, could it be corresponding to some sort of astrological event? And be a portal rising up from the depths? Do portals come with teeth? I watched this documentary about a place that Possibly. had like, like digested for a thousand years if you fell down it, but that's the only one I heard about. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's a is really a creepy portal. This is something I could think about or look into. Um, well, but you said you had scouts. You said they've got eyes on Kretzala now. Does it look like a portal or does it look like a swimming beast? Well, we have no idea where this creature comes from. But you are certain it is a creature. Mm. Mm, yes, by all accounts. Sometimes it leaves its large nails and things like that in the water. Uh, how long? This sounds like a thing I know. How long do we have till it gets here? My estimation is two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. So that's lots. Lot. That's lots of time. That's like your average vacation. Yeah, no, um, I just, I just got here like nine days ago. Not planning on using that. He points like an awful on the shore. You see, fall of his breath, not far from where you are. Yeah. So th- the city council is doing their best uh, in the way that city councils do. Um, oh, they're a bunch of bumbling idiots. What are we going to do to prepare for this thing? We have two weeks. Are we going to lure it? I tried to be. I tried to pretend to be nice. Uh, yeah, no, okay. they're idiots. They're all they're, they're bumbling. I don't know. They don't make any decisions. They just argue with each other all day. That yes. is why the the roads are not being prepared. How is do we get a place further away where we could lure it, where we would not be endangering people? I feel like the cave. If we emptied everyone out of the cave, it would be safe. But it wants. It's coming for the town. So how do we lure it away from the town? It wants the turtle. Maybe it's the only thing that can stop it. I think if a god took the time to talk to you, Averin, the situation is in fact dire, yes. Listen, I talk to gods all the time. It's uh, not usually on friendly terms, as you and I both experienced. So, yeah, take us to your what, turtle. What does it want? Does it want solely to feed? Is it seeking something? It's a good question. It seems to feed upon people and creatures and fish and shellfish and soil and honestly i think just about anything it can fit inside its mouth Mm. so i have a great deal of all of those things inside of my bag of holding and freely i believe you can make anything taste like anything so perhaps we can use this bait to taste like something more delicious for our monster friend lure it up like turtle or bait how many people do you have in the bag of holding? i wasn't going to say it people i don't have people i have you said you had all those things i have fish you're a fish mm-hmm. i have okay. gizzards i have eyes okay. i have intestines i thought you I have tails people. okay no there's no people in my bag of holding 
Okay, so what do we think we should do? Should we? Let's, uh, I, I'm tied I to this turtle. I want the turtle on my brain. So I'd like to find out if the turtle's okay. I think that's the most eminent threat. I, I uh, yeah. So some, I don't know how to do the right thing. So I don't know what we're supposed to like. Well, it seems scared. If today. I might, something is sinking the fishing vessels. If the people cannot fish, they cannot eat, and then we will have a whole different set of problems here. Hmm. Is it possible that it has a mate? I had not considered. Hmm? And no one's ever tried to talk to it. No. Mm. Doesn't give much opportunity when you're um, fleeing from it. Do your people have any legends of it? Of where it came from? Some. Some texts, but I'm not allowed to disclose them to outsiders. I can try to make a case. I mean, the required. Hmm? What would be required to allow you to share that information? Some type of mutual trust, I think. These people, he points like at the town, have a sore history with my people. And in the not so distant past, we battled each other. I hold up the stone and I say, yes, but we have hunted together. Ah, you have my favor. But getting permission to release our texts to you, that will be tricky. I can try to make a case. If I mean, she were to come there and read it without having to release it, would that work? Maybe. Maybe I could bring a guest to our great halls. <sighs> as far as I can tell, we do not have a seaworthy vessel until Salome is done. So there's not much we can do on the water at this exact second, because as we've established... This won't get it done, pointing at Falva's breath. I agree. However, the shipwright herself shows some promise. I think maybe uh, it's a lack of materials that is holding her up. She Wait. put it together very quickly. Do you think we could convince Sal to use the, the materials uh, for the submersible to be converted into a more sturdy ship? Yeah, that seems wiser. I mean, all you have to do is tip the boat over, so. Oh, we could just take the submersible. I mean, yeah. if it's. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I mean. Just is do that. We just enhance the, the submersible and, and make it special uh, with the uh, stuff. So we're not going to try to get the weed that lets you breathe underwater. We're not going to do water breathing or any of that. We're just... I thought Penelope said she could cover that for us. I got you. Well, if you can do that, is there anything we can do tonight? Like, can we go see your people and. Wonder can go read some books or we can go talk to the turtle. I mean, Avrin, if you want to, I can vouch for how fun it is to meet your god in person. Yeah, it's not my god. So I don't know. You were praying to them. I didn't pray to anybody. You were just and, over there pretending to be me, except you were praying to a giant turtle. Yeah, yeah no, pretending to pray. No, wait, like uh, Avrin. Well, maybe I, that's why you didn't get an answer. I were you know, Avrin, prayer is, is just one translation of a, of, a, of a word that has many meanings, including converse, uh, uh. have discourse, uh, converse, uh, con uh, said converse already, um, uh, uh, discuss, uh, chat. Meditate. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you, it, you, it you doesn't have me. to be the, the It doesn't have to carry the weight you seem to think it does. Hey, uh, let, me, let, me, let me put this in a way that Averin would understand. You're not asking the turtle for help. The turtle asked you for help. So you need to talk to the turtle so you can collect. 
Oh, that makes way more sense. Of course. There you go. Of course, do that, buddy. More, oh, no, no, I understand now. Yeah. Of course a god would want my help. Yeah, do that That thing. makes complete do sense that. now. No, oh, I know how that feels. That's why I'm here. It was the right? wrong end of the stick before. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to help you. Why would yeah. I help you? But giant turtle god obviously needs my help. I'm very clever. So, okay, no, I get that. No, I'll start off with that. Yeah. So, where... Townsfolk? <laughs> where's your... Where's your most enlightening shrine? No one's around, are they? Oh, we do. Well, I mean, there is the Abbey of Enlightenment, but you seem like kind of iffy on going there last time we talked about it. Uh, all right. I'm going to go there. But if they, they even, if they have any rulers, it's, it's not going to go well for them. I turn and I look at Hank mm-hmm. and I say, can we have two days to prepare on our side and maybe you can scout the cave and then we can check back here and discuss? He like counts on his fingers to you and he says, uh, scout the cave. Figure out rumors of Mother Turtle's location. Get permission to bring a guest to our great annals. This I can do. It, it doesn't even have to be too the written information. It, it's even the lore that's passed down, but the stories that are told to children. There's always a grain of truth there. Well, I mean, you could meet my grandmother. I would love to meet your grandmother. She is what is called a superstitious old coot. <laughs> I love those. I do. She may know something. They usually do. Oh. Sophia's. Uh, yes. And uh, Freely. Freely, you're very good at stabbing things, right? I like to think so, yeah. You're very proud of that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I don't like hurting things, but, you know, it bees like that sometimes. Yeah, evil's got to go. What's the best way that you do that? When somebody else is in danger? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, so you like- mean... Oh, like this, and then like the green flame erupts around the blade, like this. Right. So I know it's out of box thinking, but what if the turtle wants a sacrifice of arms? And solution: we replace all of those arms that we take from all the villagers, and we replace them with mechanical hands that have blades it, like yours. It, and it's no, like an army of freelies. That, that isn't. Uh, I literally like physically turn Avrin and start heading towards the Abbey of Enlightenment. I'm like, that's that's not how that works, <laughs> no, buddy. Let me listen. Uh, listen. Uh, no, well, no, well, I don't know if that is the way to uh, well, solve for this, uh, cutting off all the villagers' arms. Um, well, it's also, that, that's pretty extreme. It's uh, also midnight. I think everyone's asleep right now. I mean, that would be the best arms. time to well, cut off everyone's That is arms, the best time but... to start cutting arms off. So he's, he's right about that. We shouldn't do it, but if we were going to do it, this would be the time to do it. We're just this not going to. This would gonna... be the ideal time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little worried that you've all thought about the best time to be cutting off other people's arms. I mean, we wouldn't do it necessarily, <laughs> but if we were going to do it now, would be a good time. Just, worried? I, yes. Surprised? No. That is just objectively true. But Hank, two days, my friend. This spot. Two days. Is, is there anything he would like us to do during those two days? Yes. Grandmother is very traditional. You'll have to bring a gift. What, what she sort like? of gift is a, is a value to your people? Arms. Penelope is a gift, just her very presence. Something shiny. I agree. Something shiny. Mm. Her Mm. house is very kitschy. What is her favorite thing to eat? Don't say halflings, don't say halflings, don't say halflings, don't say halflings. (laughs) He like gives you an eye and he's like, does he think we are animals? Yes. No. No. Assure him my grandmother will not eat him. Yeah. Well, he's mostly metal at this point. So, gross. Partially, partially metal. Yeah. Sometimes really? when you sleep, I replace things. These are things. people. <laughs> you need to treat them with respect. 
All right. We will find you the shiniest thing possible. Uh, she's not by chance super into black pearls, is she? Such a thing would catch her fancy. I cannot guarantee such a thing. I just, just, just. It would be a very lavish gift. I think just something that would tickle her fancy. Amuse uh, her. Superstitious Special old aquatic coot. Got it. Have a lot of interesting things. Uh, I have the kitschiest, most beautiful, wonderful doll. <laughs> and oh. I can remove the curse from it before you give it to her. It's also you don't speak not primordial. Shiny. Oh, well, maybe oh, you do. But it's kind of fun <laughs> with the curse. Don't you agree, Orkira? It has so much personality. You know, I, I know a lot of like people. Avrin. I know a lot of people with personality, and personality is great until they stab you. So, no, yeah, not but really. This is so small. It's not going to uh, stab anyone. I've never you, stabbed you. We say that about really. Freely, and he stabs people all the time. He, he, never, he never stabbed you. Freely is a I didn't stab you. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think. <laughs> How to keep track these days? It's, it would be like a tiny spider biting you. Yeah. It wouldn't cause any real damage, it would just be offensive. You know, with all the healing that Avon required. When? After Machete was. Oh yeah, well yeah. Those those were just substantial pain. Those were just skin wounds. Yeah. That's how it starts. It's always how it's skin, skin, which which holds in internal organs and bones and things that are essential to functioning. And staying alive. I'm not 100 percent sure I need mean my name on, but uh, actually, you know what, Alindra kind of has a good point. As long as Machete doesn't have access to Freely's uh, swords, you should be fine. Are we gonna address the switch up? Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, something happened. Okay, we're good. We're good. I was like, yeah. B. Dave is gonna DM. B. Now. Dave is now in charge of the show, <laughs> <laughs> and now we get so. Daisy's a player. Yay! Woo! <laughs> I mean, I'm up. I don't even know what happened, but I'm in. So you guys head back into Port Arson. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So you have a few different options on what you can do just to like lay it all out. So we have, uh, we can do some bookkeeping here. We've got a few quests and side quests. So I have been keeping track of what you as players have been interested in. I know that Jen, you wanted to meet a strange, I think they said there was a strange artisan that was like wandering or wanders from town to town telling stories of, of great legend. Um, yes. So that was one of the side quests we had. I know you want to visit the Abbey of Enlightenment. That was another side quest y'all had. I know you also wanted to look into um, some of the council matters and do some snooping around there. So that was one of the third things I had on my radar. And the last thing I had was... Actually, I think that might be it for now. And you've given a couple of things. Um, oh, from last session, you mentioned wanting to talk to the shipwright to see if there was a way for you to strengthen the ship more. I don't know if that's still on the radar, but mm. those are a few of the different things you can do while you're waiting for Hank to kind of finish up the, the tasks you've given him. Okay. So what do you all think? A long First, rest last time. So I don't think you need Yeah, we rested before now. then. Yeah. We did, Pers- but isn't it? midnight now like didn't we do an early rest so we could meet him at midnight and then yeah yeah Yeah. so So, i mean you we could fast forward to morning so you could start planning what you want to do in the morning uh i think the abbey of enlightenment is is not purely a side quest i think it's kind of pivotal to everything that's happening here uh, (laughs) uh, that's the top of the list for me yeah they're, they're using a strange type of magic um and they want port argent destroyed so or, 
or someone who was there wanted Port Arkham destroyed. Yep. And maybe Avrin's got to pray. No. <laughs> or collect yeah. the debt. Collect the debt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm trying to raise that. Wait, what strange magic? Uh, so in my notes, I have that that Jonathan Crigsby's mom belonged to the same order as Wendy and another person. One of them was using a different type of magic. One of the uh, Wendy was a kid back then. One girl from their order did something terrible and they kicked her out of town. The clerics from the uh, from the Abbey often uh, are outside of town doing social work. They run orphanages, renovate public structures, blah, blah, blah. But there was mm-hmm. someone was using a different type of magic who is involved with the with the um abbey mm. and, and maybe living out in the mud flats where mm-hmm. we know someone who means us ill is out there so that's one way or another need some answers from the old abbey okay. i'd like to talk to the rock people maybe there's something fun we could do against the primordial but that's not pressing right now but i do want to like reconnect okay. with them they I seem write that super down too. fun so that hole that we came up through when we were down with the fair mm-hmm. that's not that far from here and i can just fly up and down that thing so if we need to go tell people at the fair that they need to flee because we're gonna bring a big sea monster somewhere mm-hmm. i can just go i can even probably take freely or penelope with me see this is an interesting idea because you mentioned earlier like you know to hank um using that that hole to like get ac- easy access to like meet cali yeah no it would be a pretty good choke point to fight this thing in and I would 100% say, given um, how much you helped your Rocky friend, um, you could enlist the help of uh, of uh, the the Rock people to maybe shore up some defenses there or seal it off in a way so that it becomes something that the serpent can come into and not get out of if you wanted to do that. I'm pretty sure. It was a grumble. A grumble was our, our Rocky friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, think, I think Callie nicknamed him Grumble because he can't. He he was like just a grumbly boy, I believe. We yep. connected psychically, and he, that was all that she <laughs> well, heard was grumble. It was like I, with I the do, horses. That's all she heard, I, so that's what she used. Yeah. I do have I do have Galeb Durr written next to Grumble's name. Yes, but, yes, yeah. that's the yeah, that's, that's the, the kind of creature it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like Grumble. <laughs> yeah, I grumble. like the Grumble people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumble and the Grumble. Uh, well, I don't have to like. I don't think I have to sleep. How about everyone get some rest and we'll go get enlightened at the place of super annoying, evil, mean nuns, which I grew up in and they don't like have any fun place. Um, you I'm, just say that because they're your family. They're not my family. Uh, and I am not that we should split the party, but it is in the middle of the night and I don't know what kind of hours grumbles like to keep, but I thought I might drop by and just say, hey. Well, I mean, I'll go. I can go with you if you want to find the grumbles because it was small and tight and I wouldn't, I might be able to squeeze through where you can't. Penelope is pretty good at that too for the same reasons, you know, halflings. That's true. Also, Penelope's quite good at connecting with nature if this is a natural creature. Okay. But also, you know a primordial? Yeah, we met like three of them already now. Yeah. I, I'm practically so a primordial. I've never met a primordial. Yeah, you, you met the phoenix. They're a primordial. Oh, oh that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, I wonder if the phoenix knows your not. turtle. I should ask. Maybe you can turn yeah. into a rock person. You want to come with me like and go meet a rock? Meet a primordial rock? club. Yeah, is that weird? Or like, do you just assume all primordials know each other? Like, do I mean, is that together and have coffee? I don't know. I should ask. I mean, I know Perry or and ooze. He's a it's worth a shot. Yeah. So. Hmm. 
right. So, we, uh, we don't even we don't even know the turtle's name yet, do we? Like, uh, yeah. I do think we learned the name of the turtle that it was. I think it was Nellie's. Let me make I think, sure. I think I think it's I think it's Nellie's, but again, I wrote the name. I have down a lot of notes right next to it. Whose name that was? So I'm actually how? happy Jen takes. Like I know I know Jen and BD both take really exhaustive notes, and it helps me because sometimes for me that's like eight pages back. <laughs> if we've yeah. learned anything. No one should ever be taking notes in D and T. Except everyone right. should is, be. That is the opposite I got on the DM and I'm like, I think I've got it somewhere. Notes to your friend. Maybe yep. we should. I mean, this is another conversation. <laughs> we. I think I'll just say we have a name for the turtle, and I will dig through I, I, seventeen I do pages of notes, and I'll find it. Okay. That would have been three weeks, uh, four weeks ago, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Will I be messing things up if Avon just slips out in the middle of the night and goes to talk to Not some rock folk? Okay. Yeah, could do that. Okay. So, um, are you going to take Freely and Penelope with you, or are you oh, just... Phil, well, I don't want to upset the cave, so who wants to go? Who, like, I think I only I mean, should take one. I mean, the little ones. I mean, I'll go. I've been there, you know? Well, and I can also go, because I think that we should probably have some baits, and I have some sturge meats and gizzards that have been fermenting for about a week now. Uh, it might be quite appetizing. I don't I don't think that's what rock elementals eat, Sophias. But yeah. not the rock elemental. When yeah. we go into the cave, we were hoping to... The other cave. Her. I'm going to the cave with the um, with the grumbles. Yeah, we're, the we're, gr we're, we're grumble hunting. Okay, so that's, remember where we almost okay, died. Okay, so remember I don't want place? to go. Don't want to go to the Grumble Cave. <laughs> okay, all right. We, um, you don't want to go to the Grumble Cave. So we're going to have a little rest right now. Hey, Penelope. Actually, you let's you and I know getting FaceTime. Uh, you and I know get to hang out. So uh, let's go on an adventure. Hey, uh, by the way, have you ever thought about getting magic from a different source? <laughs> I start walking off with Penelope. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so yeah, you make your way into uh, what is essentially, I guess this is Penelope's first time here. What is a half collapsed mine shaft? They've put up various like supporting beams in places to sort of stabilize it. The further in you go, the less stable it is. Unfortunately, some of it has been rendered less stable by our party's last escapades into here. There are some little like uh, offshoots from the from the main mine shaft that have completely collapsed. Others um, have some openings, but then further in, there's there's rocks kind of in boulders blocking your way. Avon, you would remember which one you found your grumbly friend in. Okay, All right, Penelope, we need to be like super stealthy and quiet. We're not trying to sneak up on anybody, but you know this whole cave is precarious, and I can't turn in. I, I, all I can turn into is this, and I turn undead. And then I flip back, but then I don't want to be stuck here for all eternity. You, you get me? Like you can turn into like snakes and eagles and stuff, right? That's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Don't leave me behind. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, just be careful, because <laughs> I don't want to be that drag war thing that's just in the cave that everyone forgot about, uh, hanging out with the primordials for all eternity. So let's be just quiet and hey, crumble. Mm hmm. Oh, I forgot, um, no primordial. <laughs> so as you're like trying to get into the very tight part of the cave um, that you got into the first time, go ahead and both of you give me, well, actually, do you decide to turn into something smaller? Do you stay at your normal size, Penelope? 
Um, for now, I'm staying at my normal. Okay. So as you go in, you have to cross that one beam that you did the first time. There's like all these, like, it almost looks like those, those uh, tubes you had when you were a kid that you put marbles on and then you try to pull the pins out of. It very much looks like that. You have to like kind of move over one of these like beams and under another. Um, both of you give me uh, dexterity checks. Uh, mm. <laughs> all these are happy noises. I love all these noises. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay. And 15. 15. I'm a god. You rolled very poorly, but luckily for you, I got a nat 20. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, Am I lucky? <laughs> yes. We're about to find out. Yes. You're very lucky. Someone in chat wins a legendary bundle. Someone in chat wins a legendary bundle. Someone loses a character. <laughs> so as you like step over this beam, your foot hits it as you like try to swing your other leg over it and you stumble and you bring your weight down on the beam. And as you do, sitting at like an angle like this, and as you do, and it comes down an inch, uh, the rock starts to kind of like flip down. But you see almost as though emerging from the rock wall itself, a hand come up and stop it. A big rocky hand. And then a second one come up and push the beam back. Grumble, how you doing? And I, I give Grumble a hug. Mm-hmm. Your doing? arms don't fit all the way around him. He kind of he kind of awkwardly gives you a hug back seeing your gesture. It's probably a little too tight, a little uncomfortable. He's not used to small meat puppets. He kind of gives you a little squeeze. For a moment, you feel like your head's going to pop off like the top of a soda bottle. And then he like lets you go. It'll be fine. <laughs> he just brings one hand down on Penelope's head. This is my friend Penelope. She's really good with nature. <laughs> I'm not, especially now. And I just I just turned undead for a minute. <laughs> but she's great. She's you lovely. You see him be like, he just says one word. Spooky. Yeah, I am very spooky. Yes, that's true, Grumble. I, li- I like you. Uh, so Penelope is wonderful. I've known her for years. Polope. I think. Penelope. Polope. Do you want to be my friend? Polope friend. Pulpy, pulpy friend. Yay. Did you say puppy friend? <laughs> <laughs> Pulpy, pulpy, pulpy friend. friend. Pulpy mash, friend. Mash, mash. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's she's great. She's actually like the nicest, one of the nicest people I've ever known in my entire life. It's kind of disgusting. But <laughs> every, she's everyone's Lost? friend. Yeah, she's a, she's a great person. Um, so we were kind of asking. I hate, I hate coming here and asking for a favor. He like reaches down and picks up a rock off the ground. You see him animated again into like a smaller version of himself. Oh my God, it's adorable. And he puts his hand on it and says, pulpy friend. And he like Aww. has it go towards Penelope. Yay! How cute. Yeah, she's got to be a one of my warlocks one day. Uh, much in the same way. So, uh, well, here's the thing. Um, I got a turtle in my brain. And uh, it's in trouble. And it's very old. And uh, I think her name is Nelise. She's ancient and she needs her help. And usually I'm against all of that kind of thing. But I thought that you could also be helpful because the world needs heroes. And I'm not one of them. She is. She's very tiny, but she's a big hero. And maybe you and your people could maybe help us trap this evil creature. There's something under the water, this, this monster that's eating all things rocks dirt fish 
people, ships, water, all of it. It seems to just want to consume all. And that could be very bad for, well, everything. And I was wondering if maybe, and I get, I understand if the answer is no, um, would you be willing to help us? Give me an insight check just to see how well you are able to understand how to communicate to Grumble in a way that he understands. I got 15. Okay. And then, so he does understand or grasp what you're saying, I guess, which is like probably the most important part of this. And then give me a follow-up persuasion check just to see like whether he can be compelled to leave his very cozy cave. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Very nice. <laughs> No way. I get also right. add a D6 to it. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Inspiration. Oh, and I have inspiration. inspiration. I'll do that because mm -hmm. I have this weird UA. Oh, one. So that was what? 29, 31. So the 31, 34. Yeah, I'm great about this. So 34. I got a total okay. of 34. He like sits for a moment, like, you know, kind of manipulating his little rock friend. And uh, then he says, uh, Grumble hero. Grumble would definitely be a hero. Though Grumble could always stay in this cave but that's what makes you a hero like you make the choice that others would not i mean you're not forced into this you have to make that choice grumble very strong i you almost snapped my head like tom and shelby so yes you, you, i agree you are absolutely very strong you are very tough and um you could be saving a lot of lives grumble help how how many are there, of there are you, Grumble? Grumble have four friends. Grumble, do you have other um so you can make rocks move, right? Mm. Okay. Then I'll be am I doing this right? <laughs> You're doing great. Okay. Alright, so um uh does Grumble understand maps? <laughs> so ooh, right. Right, 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 right. I start trying to draw a map to <laughs> to okay. the cave. Yeah. All right. Geographic. I'm trying to think in the way of a geode would think, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, this seems hollower. <laughs> yeah. This seems a place to go. <laughs> Give me a, I almost feel like this would help if you were a miner. Give me, I guess, let me see. I'm trying to think about what skills do you think Avram would bring to bear here? Uh, normally he just casts a spell and like unite our minds. He's, uh, but but he doesn't know how to do that. So um, mm -hmm. he's desperately trying to communicate. Let me. I mean, you could we could try a nature check, but I don't. I'm not sure that that would, <laughs> that would help you very well. I don't want to give you an additional benefit. Uh, uh, uh Penelope, I think you have a better sense of the land than I do. Do you, can you? Yeah, I yeah, always maybe... know where it is. You can do that druidy thing. Maybe you can grow like daisies in the shape of where it needs to go. Okay. Penelope will um, move her hands around. She casts mold earth. And okay. you just see swirling spirals of dirt start to move and create a map. That she She's so good with direction. She knows exactly where everything is. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and give me a nature check. No. I swear it's a nat 20. <laughs> 
Right, this roll. makes up for the lack of bundles from like the last week. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like last week we didn't have a single one. No, we didn't. And we so didn't. We gave one away at the end. We gave a pity. We gave a pity bundle. A bundle. Yeah. A pity yeah. bundle. Yeah. yeah. We gave so them all again. Yep. Three this time is fantastic. Awesome. 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 So you perfectly recreate starting this is this is like fantastic to behold you perfectly recreate like the the cave that you or the hole that you came in through came up through all the way down almost in 3d it almost looks like a sideways cut of a uh, ant colony like a like a like a side section of it or whatever cross section i guess is what i'm trying to say and you perfectly map in three dimensions for for this rock creature to understand um the subterranean cave where uh, you engaged in uh, some type of extreme sport in, <laughs> from the realm of D&D. You mark it out to him. And uh, I was going to have him roll an intelligence check, which was going to go very poorly for you. But with your net 20, he gets it. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to figure it out. It's pretty self-explanatory. He like kind of nods, takes his big finger, kind of probably crushes some of the map because and, and, and he he circles like or he I guess he like traces the path he will take to get there and then points at the place that you've like kind of indicated to him and like looks and it is it is the cave that you came up through. He's like, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Meet here. Yes, meet here with friends. Only for friends. Oh. Hey, friend. But you can make more rocks. You can make more rock friends, too. All of you. He, like, points more. at his, like, little buddy that's, yeah. like, sitting next to yeah. Penelope. Yeah. Then six friend. <laughs> I get immediately distracted, and I just start, like, <laughs> grabbing things and making little illusionary miniatures and putting them in the terrain that Penelope has made. <laughs> so I'm just like, and then five feet. And then, <laughs> like my- uh, Grumble like claps his hands and then maneuvers his little animated rock like tells him points it to go over and it like smashes all the things and smashes the cave oh. and smashes can- your little people I create like a minor illusion of like an evil like sea monster with tentacles and smashes that sea too water. yeah yeah like and it goes into the cave and then like ah rocks fall and then Penelope like makes little graves for the fallen ones and druid crafts some flowers Aww. on top of them and then as you my- do this grumble looks at you and says and says 10 friend <laughs> yeah oh shit I feel things. <laughs> yes, ten friends. Okay, we got about two weeks. Um, I don't know if you get the sun down here, but it's gonna yeah, get hot. It's gonna get cold. Good skin. Yeah, you got it. You're a rock. You're consistent. <laughs> probably no time better than I do. We should probably get back to the others. Content, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, enjoy bye. the cave, and uh, we'll bye see bye. you there. Bye bye now. He like grabs you and calmly places you over the beam. Bye bye. I try to give him a hug. He like gives you like another squeeze back. You feel the veins in your head kind of throb a little bit as he does it. Uh, that was a rip. That's fine. That's I'm gonna stitch that back. And he like puts Penelope over the rock too. Whee! And then like once again, you feel like a crushing pressure as his hand very gently, not so gently, pats you on the head. He says bye bye. Bye bye. Go. See, wasn't that fun? <laughs> it's fun. Now, wouldn't you like to become a warlock? Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Wait, what? <laughs> just said yes. That's the deal. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. All right, let's head back to the others. Okay. Um, when you head back to the others, like, I think everybody else will be asleep at the end. Trying to get on a normal schedule. <laughs> Hank has thrown things off for y'all. Because Hank I've, I've put, crackhead hours. I fall. I fell asleep, but Sir Bissolat is waiting outside. To wait for um, Averin and Penelope to come back and ask them how their adventure into the cave went. So that it wakes me up when I'm sleeping telepathically. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep, so. <laughs> I was Are you staying going- with your parents or do you take a room at the inn? I'm an adult, thank you very much. I, my own room. <laughs> I mean, she can stay with her parents, but her bedroom has been turned into a laboratory. so And a workout room. We have an inflatable. We have an inflatable bed. Very comfortable. Yeah. There's laundry. Have you tried on sleeping on it? Makeshift, uh, whatever There's... it's called, a uh, treadmill. Mm-hmm. What did you do yeah. to my bookshelf? Um. Well, we needed some more storage space for my glassware. That is definitely not holding anything illegal. No, if it's poison. None of it is poison. None of it is poison. There's a hole burned from acid straight through the center of one of the shelves. You know, on second thought, maybe it's better that you stay in the hotel. That's technically acid, not poison. Rocks are poisonous. We just talked to a bunch of poisonous people. (laughs) Say, Penelope, how'd it go? We did good, right? I did good? Yeah, we did great. Yeah, talk to rock people, and rock people are going to come help us. It's going to be fantastic. The best people. They are actually kind of the best people, actually. B. Dave, I feel like you've been waiting to say something. <laughs> so On the way back to the end, before mm-hmm. I went to sleep, I would pass by Chuxena and Bonnie's house and just okay. see if it looks like anyone's awake. Like if the lights are on, if I see them inside or anything. Um, the lights would be off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I don't knock or anything. It's like if it doesn't seem like anyone's awake, I don't do anything. Okay. And then, yep, I uh, I, I do go back to the inn and sleep. Then. All right. Yeah. When you get back there, your room is uh. I think you repaired the walls, so it looks in a lot better shape to be in a lot better shape than when you left it. You notice um, Salazar has like uh, had some of the some of the tapestry that was like kind of blown apart, like replaced uh, with a prettier one. Something that looks nicer on the wall and made sure all of the debris that had like burst inwards has been swept up. So your room has been has been house kept. All right. And so, oh, yes. Continue. I was going to say before. Orkira goes to bed, especially after everything that just happened, she would like to try to chat with the Phoenix for a little bit. Okay, um, yeah. And do do a little bit of praying. And so she'll sit on the bed and she'll pull out her uh, holy symbol, which is the book of the Phoenix. It's literally her holy book. And she'll sit. <sighs> so I, I don't know where I am again. Do you happen to know there's a turtle god that's named Nelise. Is that someone you know? Is that someone we should be helping? You feel a, a like a, a positive feeling in your chest as you kind of look up and you ask if this is something you should do. You feel okay, like good. a like a weight lifting off your chest a little bit. Okay, good, good. That's good to know. All right. And do you know anything about a big giant maw creature? Maybe a portal with teeth? Maybe a giant serpent? With lots of lightning. Does that sound like anything? 
And you almost feel like you're getting like interference, like the connection is like a little weak because of where you're at, but you also feel like a, like a sinking feeling. Mm. Okay. All right. How are you doing? Your mouth vaguely tastes like bubble gum. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I can look for bubble gum. Sure. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to really look around the town yet. We just got here like today, yesterday, today. If you sleep, does that count as a new day? I don't know. Anyway, all right, I'll try to find you some bubble gum. Thank you. And she'll go to sleep. The night passes uneventfully. You dream of, of floating phoenixes and circling around your head as you, as you catch some good Zs. And you wake up in the end to the sound of, of cooking breakfast and a very gentle, like sort of humdrum. There's not that many guests here. There's only a handful. So it's not crazy in the morning here. Normally picks up in the evening. Penelope, how did the rock people thing go? The rock people were so amazing and it was really cool. And I drew this really cool map and then we were like, pew, 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 pew. and then uh, we made a deal and it's all good to go. Okay. That sounds awesome. What do they need? Do they yeah. need anything? Penelope and I made a deal. Oh, how's that bacon? You made so a deal. So, about... want some bacon? Oh, you made a deal about what? Just a deal that the rock people are going to join us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do the rock people need anything? Uh, you know, even I forget. Did, did they need anything? But that's uh, that's the whole thing about being a hero, right? Like, they never want anything in return. Well, I'll make sure the... No, no, I know. They didn't ask for anything. But uh, we'll make sure no one ever mines in that mine ever again. So that their uh, whole... Their homes are never invaded again. But we were already going to do that. So maybe <laughs> we can think of something extra we can do to preserve their habitat. You can mold earth. You can make that entire area way more stable for them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe seal seal it off so no one's tempted. I can do that. Ooh, we could put all kinds of creepy glyphs everywhere so people think it's haunted. And like like wind will move through the caves and Sophia's can like set up little magical traps that like scare people off like, I'm the dead miner, come to eat your soul. Yeah. And then no one will ever go in the cave. Or why don't you just tell them the, the, the truth that there's rock people in there that are going to help save the town and in return don't destroy their home. That sounds even more insane than what I just described to you. It doesn't sound fun at all. No, no, no. no. Like ghosts. Like ghost yeah. creepy sounds. They're like way 100%. Oh, there's some rock people in the cave and they helped you. They saved your life. No one's going to believe that. But they're going <laughs> to believe ghosts? Yeah. Have you know, seen me? <laughs> Lately? Like, yeah. I'm, I was pale before. Uh, you're not a ghost, though. I figured that out. All right. Well, you know these people better than I do. So what are we doing this morning? Uh, well, eating bacon. Right, Sophia? And then, um, okay. Well, bacon's on the agenda. And then oh, I'm it's going... It's not really so much bacon as it is pork rind. Uh, and... I'm sorry. There's there's really not a lot of uh, pig uh... around these parts. It's just really just dried dried pig parts. So um, uh, yeah, I, I apologize. Who eats pork rind? What's sick? Uh, uh, people who don't have fresh pig. I don't know. So it is, you know, it is deep fried. It is fluffy. It is delicious. I don't think Okira minds. Or no, or, that's, oh, she likes it. Wow. She likes well, it. Well, that's it. Well, if Okira likes it. <laughs> Listen, I spent five years living on the side of a volcano. I'm not that picky. All right, that she, see, she is not that picky, but also what I make is delicious. I can take something that should not be eaten and make it edible. And Orkira is my number one tester of all foods. As you know, I've I'm coming up with a new menu for our, our monster morsel. 
or Kira, can you tell me what your favorite food in this plane is? Marshmallows. And I'll pull out the little bag of marshmallows and do you want one? Oh, I love, I've never tried a, mar- a marsh, ma- does it come from the marsh? No, it comes from this plant. I don't know if you can find the plant around here, but yeah, uh, these are a little stale, but here you go. You want one? Sure. And she tries it. Oh, this fluffy and sweet has a strange texture. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I got to find some bubble gum for the phoenix. Do you know where I can find some bubble gum? She brings out <laughs> like a pound of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this is great. Well, that was easy. <laughs> I have a baby what? of gum. <laughs> <laughs> I have I how much so- I need. I have a lot of bubble gum. <laughs> Take what you need. Okay. And she'll just grab a handful and put it in her own bag and be like, I don't know the next time I'm going to visit the, the volcano, but uh, this is great. Okay, just just know if you're around me within, what is it, 10 feet, uh, if you eat it, you will go invisible for an hour. So just oh. a word to the wise. Do I have to put the whole thing in my mouth? Because she's taken like an entire cloth full of bubble gum. I mean, gum. it's... A, it, doesn't matter if it's just one stick or a pound of it. You're di- you're going to go invisible for one hour, so as much okay. as you like. And it's good to know. I don't know if I could put the whole thing in my mouth. All right. Yeah, I think my new menu item for or Kira for my future monster morsel food truck will be s'mores. Ooh, what's that? A s'more. Ooh, it is when uh you take something that can be melted and you put it on a cracker and it is sweet. And because you have a fire breath, yes, uh, you can be my main chef for this menu item. Okay. Does being a chef involve more than just burning things? Because no, not... not really. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'd... not for my experience, anyways. Hi. Well, I'm always happy to help. Although we should probably save the town first. We should definitely get back to the desk. Yes. Yeah. But thanks for the bubble gum. You're welcome. Okay, Averin, give me a dexterity saving throw. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my fault. I need to do that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's fine. All right, Averin, I am not. This makes me so happy. <laughs> we should never introduce them. I say that to Alindra. <laughs> uh... This is perfect because when things go wrong, hey. Akira can lesser restorate herself. So It's a 13. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Let's see what I get. So uh, you feel uh, a rustling and you feel as though your coin is moving of its own accord. I grab right next to like my my coin purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just grip it with like all of my strength. Okay. You feel it, something soft and plushy in your hand. I pull it up. <laughs> it's machete. Machete? What have we talked about? Only steal from other people. Only steal from other people. Only steal from other people. (laughs) As you shake her, she tries to stab your hand with her knife. No, 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 no stabbing. Bad. And I take out a little spray gun that like Mm -hmm. uh, Sophia's maybe. She misses. (laughs) Machete hates you. Machete will rob you blind and blind you. Machete smells delicious. Well, Avrin loves machete. Eat so machete. Machete will give you a terrible, upset. terrible no. tummy ache. Machete will give you diarrhea. Machete will get the last laugh. I'm what already dead. I am constantly in You'll diarrhea. Find out. <laughs> so. Eat machete. See what happens. Machete hates you. I mean, what does machete hate? What, what has machete, machete ever only resolved? feels hate. Why? 
What's deep? What what's hurt you? Machete hates your face. Your Why? face hurts machete. My face hurts machete. It's it's that terrible. It hurts machete. Look, yeah. isn't it hurts yeah. I think I know the first ingredient to our s'mores, and I think I know we're going to call it the machete s'more. Oh, I don't want to eat the creepy doll. No, machete no, no, no. more like machete because the machete's <laughs> gonna give you a stomachache. The more shitties. That I fucking came up with that. <laughs> That's amazing. I, excuse my language. I am so sorry. I'm not. <laughs> Just this doll. Did you hear the story, children, of the doll that comes in the night? It gives you the shitties. <laughs> it's the poop fairy. <laughs> Does Avon still have thief across his forehead? Yes. Okay. Not fair. No, no, right now, currently, I think it says totally not a thief. Totally not a thief. Yeah. 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 No yeah. regrets. I forgot about that. So it was a minor illusion, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, it, I think it only lasts for a minute. You yeah. stay out of this daughter. Unless you're constantly <laughs> casting it on him. <laughs> you stay the you stay out of this. This is a mom and dad conversation. Hold on. Hold on. Let mom figure this out. Let's uh <laughs> how long can I keep up this illusion for? Like like Jen said, you just have to cast it like you know oh, over and over again constantly because she's because Alindra is paying attention. Sophia's is just gonna pretend like it's always been there. Mm-hmm. Cast Machete. minor illusion again. Machete, would you maybe like some to hang out with someone else other than me since you don't like my face so much? Mm, can I interest you in a halfling with a cl- with a sword hand, or can I interest you in uh, everyone's best friend, Penelope Half Pint? She has a lovely Notice face. That Machete has taken kind of a soft spot for Freely, mostly because Freely has thus far unconditionally supported Machete in her murderous ways. How, when did I ever stop Machete from murdering anything? I'm hurt. <laughs> machete will make you feel hurt. All right. Machete! This doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I want you to know that. She's staring at Machete, thinking of all the ways she can turn her into a s'more. Freely. Freely. I've expressed unilateral support for Machete numerous times, but uh, quick question. When are we going to the Abbey of Enlightenment? Because not, we got two not days. We need, we need to handle this. Listen. Maybe stop stealing things and you wouldn't get cursed items. This doll was objectively horrific and you went out of your way to swindle people and now are suffering for your consequences. I am very much on Machete's side in all of this. Look, H- have you really, ever been a parent? I understand. I left coins. They might be cursed. But I left coins and, at the scene of the crime. So that you, should absolve me from any you, kind of consequences. You stole Two a curses doll don't make a blessing. And paid with cursed currency. So I'm with Machete on this. Machete, Machete, Machete. When he sleeps, we'll get him. Yes, Machete will plot with you. And she like kind of waddles over and sits mm-hmm. on Freely's shoulder. Machete also desires a knife for a hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta work up to this. Rip somebody. off Machete's arms and replace them with knives. D- no, no, your arms. I got are you. Right and I tear <laughs> off her arms. <laughs> if he goes to grab her and she's close, I don't let him. I really okay. am like no. That would be like an give it to me. Role. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or rather, like yeah, I think I think your dex is what? higher. I mean, I am faster than him, but you tell me what 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 are we doing? <laughs> I think it would be either it would be your passive perception. Oh. Just uh, to see if you see it before it happens. Right. Uh, I'm not very perceptive. It's only an 11. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Avon moves pretty quickly. Manages to put his hands on Machete. From here, you can you can decide what happens. 
It's it, no, I super grapple him. Like when he reads, "Hey, stop! <laughs> you leave her. You leave her alone." And I got a natural twenty. <laughs> hey! Wow! What? Oh, jeez! <laughs> so that's uh, that is twenty four total. I like legit like full tai chi to sweep him. Like stop it. We've had something like six rolls tonight, and five of them have been that twenty. I know that's insane. Um, that is true. Roll your unarmed damage. I don't really want to hurt him, but uh, oh, okay, but, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to hurt him. I mean, I'm, right. I'm just <laughs> just sweeps you. you. Yeah. So, Avery, this is what this experience is like. One second, Machete's gushy arms, her gushy stuffing arms, are in your hands. The next second, you're looking at the ceiling. I will say, I especially with a twenty because <laughs> experiences in grappling, I roll him, but I like keep my palm under his head where I just like gently yeah. lay his head on the ground. Yeah, like, stop it. You almost feel disoriented, <laughs> like you were dropped through a portal. Like you were there, and then you're looking at the ceiling. You didn't even experience pain. I cast low and freely. All I say in re- is Abby of Enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of get up and like like Quicksilver slow motion. <laughs> like it's like freely is just like moving slowly. I'm like I just take out some scissors. Snip, snip, <laughs> and take off. No one else is moving slow, by the way. Just freely, <laughs> I take off the arms and I tuck them in my pocket, and I give Machete a knife <laughs> for each arm. Yeah. So you have like now like a, a soft doll hand, and then you have like one of those harder doll hands because she has two mismatched hands. Yeah. And now she has knives for hands. You can go be with your friend now. And she, like, you know, goes and plops back over on Freely's shoulder and just says, Twin! Two is better than one! And she fist bumps you with her knife. I'm going to lean over to Alindra and I'm going to say, Eventually, I'm just going to remove the curse when it comes for one of us. Please do. It's going to be great. Sophia's. Yes. Yes, it will. Also, (laughs) wasn't not an objectively cruel act? Yeah, but every time I try to, you know, do something to end this, uh, I just get yelled at. So I'm just waiting for the moment where Machete comes after one of us, and then I'm gonna boop. I, I put Machete's hands on Avery. my fingers, and I'm like, "You're not going to gun curse me at all." <laughs> sure. This, this is why she's gonna stab you in the eyeballs. Can we go to the Abbey of Enlightenment now? Oh, yeah, let's get enlightened. Let's get our enlightenment on. Yeah, let's take the creepy doll that's cursed with that now has two swords for arms to the Abbey of Enlightenment. Uh, so they're maybe, two I mean, scissor machete, blades. They're not maybe, real swords. Uh, machete, <laughs> I, I, you, it's true. It might not be your kind of place. I mean, where do you want to be, my friend? Mm-hmm. I will, you, little... Machete locks her two like scissor blades together to make like a normal scissors as she like kind of puts them around your arms and then she goes limp and pretends oh. to be a normal doll. Oh, she's sleeping. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you I'll just have like this. this weird scissor necklace kind of now. The scissor's kind of sitting like, yeah. you know, that's how she like kind of locks her arms. I kind of like pull up my jerkin a little bit so it's not right on my skin. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, that's that's unpleasant. Like when a cat's <laughs> needing you, you're like, I love you, but okay, all right, okay, all right, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do let her stay there. So she just kind of like understands what you're asking of her. And you notice with you, she tends to kind of heal a little bit. You don't know how long her discipline will last, but it'll last for a little while. Well, when it doesn't, I'll just throw it in Avery's face. It's good. So I'm like, we ready to roll? Everybody food, full bellies? We're 
Happy enlightenment. We got like you know, world to save. Worlds, mm-hmm. towns. Freely's Freely's guide to parenting. Just like I'm done with you, child. <laughs> you just cut its arms off and abandoned your actual child. <laughs> you have no authority here. <laughs> We all have right. parenting styles that are unique and different. <laughs> okay, Sorry. everyone's Sorry. childhood is objectionably hard. Sorry, Alindra, those the those words landed different when you weren't, you know, around. I love you dearly, and then I do turn and walk out of the room. So this is the conversation you have as you slowly start to make your way out of town in the direction that you've heard the Abbey of Enlightenment is. It's not like I said; its location is not particularly hidden, and the 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 way there is uh, pretty pretty uneventful um it's a beautiful sunny morning and you walk through the beautiful countryside past uh millie's house and past some of the farmsteads you you saw when you first landed here um after walking about three miles you you do come upon like a beautiful almost overgrown with like mosses and daisies and flowers abbey Uh, it doesn't look very uh very I guess, um, religious in nature. It doesn't look much like a church. It looks more like a schoolhouse. It is long and low to the ground with like a, with like a stone, like stone brick, uh, sides and a more thatched roof. And like I said, it's overgrown with all types of like vines and mosses and things like that. It's not the most well kept in the sense that you can tell they don't, they don't have the funding to maybe like, uh, redo some of the places where, um, some of the walls are coming down a little bit, but it is well loved. Uh, there is a, a beautiful garden outside. Um, and, uh, it's, it's got flowers of all different types, fat, happy bumblebees buzzing around smells heavenly, of, uh, heavily of lavender, heavenly as well. And there's a beautiful archway above it. You see one person that you recognize, uh, like kind of spinning outside. Sorry, that sounded weird. <laughs> Am I yeah. coming across as? Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard it too. Is, okay, <laughs> yeah, like, sound uh, is, the sound is wonking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I finally lost it. <laughs> okay, I think it's fixed. Okay. Oh, poor Hope. She's been having issues all day. So you you recognize one person um, out front, which is Wendy. She is. She's got these big gardening gloves on, and she's like uprooting, you know, like weeds and stuff like that. And you do hear like a familiar voice, like behind her. Like uh, she's got dirt on her face, and her hair is pulled in that same signature hairstyle it always is with the two pigtails. And uh, she's got a a, a baby spade in one hand and uh, a bucket in the other. And sure enough, it is um, Daisy. And uh, she's like kind of like arguing with her mom a little bit, but not real arguing. Her mom's just like, no, don't do that. Don't uproot that. No, the other one, the weeds, Daisy, the weeds, not the flowers. She's like, well, those ones are ugly anyway. I don't really like them. They smell like poop. They as, don't smell like poop. As um, we approach, I do say to everybody, that's the child Avery made a warlock. Hey, Daisy. <laughs> Daisy waves her spade at you, spelling like you know soil and trash everywhere she does so then she throws it on the ground unceremoniously tramples through a flower bed and comes towards you hello daisy how's your mom and the family well i got troubles my mom said i have to come stay with her here while she's working i can't be at home alone anymore what did you was it the crab the giant crab that you wrote home no that that did get me into some trouble but that was like a day ago (laughs) that was the other troubles Oh, what were those 
Listen, remember, you, you gotta mind your mom. Your mom cares about you deeply. I know. It's just sometimes, you know, I care about me too, and I'm like, I want to do what I want to do. No, no, I, 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 I understand that feeling. Um, what, what else did you do? Well, if, I mean, I just, I hung, I hung out. Like, what did I do? I went to the street fair in town, and yeah. I bought some cool trinkets there. That was pretty nice. And then I, what else did I do? My mom told me to stay home, but I didn't the entire time. I I got away. And then she asked me, you know, the local people at the, the lady, tutor lady, to keep me at home. But, you know, honestly, I just was able to wham, bam, thank you, mamma, and get out again. So now she said I have to come with her when she's working at the Abbey. She keep, she keep an eye on me. So I was growing flowers, flowers and stuff. But I want to grow other things, you know, because these ones are stupid. How, um... Well, I want you to meet someone. Uh, this is my really good friend, Orkara. And this is... Wow, that's a dragon! That's cool. Did you do that to her? Did you do that to yourself? Can I do that to me? I bet you I could. And she, like, closes her eyes. And you see her kind of, like, out to herself to look like a mini version of Orkira. I don't know whether to be flattered or horrified. Hi! The, the that's so best. cool! That's so amazing! Oh! Thanks. Hi. It's nice to meet you. You're beautiful. I've heard that that exists, but I won't say it in a box. I'm not really Your dragon. nose is so big. That's so cool. Your mouth is so big. I bet you could fit so many oranges in there all at one time. You could probably put six in there. We should try that. I think they have oranges inside. We should see how many we could put in there. That's so cool. Are they like the full-size oranges or those little yeah, ones? Yeah, like the big ones. What if we got the big ones and we just started counting? I just started putting them in and we just saw how many you could pick. Okay, but you got to leave the rinds on because they, they taste better with the rinds on. Oh, that I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. but that also makes them kind of spicy. This is also, oranges uh, are spicy? Like a little bit, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, like I'm mildly that. allergic, but I still eat them from time to time. Oh, uh, I can fix like, Kind of say, stop eating oranges. And she's like, well, sometimes it's okay. It's so sometimes food, I think. Uh, let me ask you this. Do oranges make you uh, a little stepped up? Is that because uh, you still got a little uh, and I do physically I go to wipe her nose, but I hit her with prestidigitation so she's not filthy. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah, her face. <laughs> and now you see she has like beautiful, bright green skin. It's like grass during spring. And when uh, Freely wipes her face off, you see just these two very large for her face amethyst eyes. And her little goblin face looks like very flushed since she's been out in the sun and she's been running around. And yeah, without the snot, she's actually kind of a cute child. And do you remember my my wife, Sophia's? Well, yeah, I'm not a baby. I remember stuff. You guys were only gone for like two days. Why would I not remember that? Well, it feels like a lifetime for us. Lots of things happened. I, there well, were turtles and giant that. crabs and yeah. threats I'm of giant sure sea monsters. Yeah, I'm sure you forgot. I'm sure you forgot about a lot of stuff. No. No, I'm pretty sure you did. I didn't. Well, I'm pretty sure you did. I didn't. I'm also pretty sure you did. Also, Penelope, Penelope, this is my very best friend in the whole world, Penelope. Uh, this is, I suppose, Warlock's sister, Daisy. Hi, Penelope. <laughs> Hello. How are you? It's so nice to meet you. Do you want to be my friend? I like your flower cloak. That's cool. I got a flower on my backpack. It's pretty cool. I made it myself. That's so cool. I like it. Hey. I like you. You're pretty cool. You're pretty nice. I like that you're covered in, in flowers. That's pretty cool. 
Flowers are the best. They are. They're pretty cool. Except those ones. Those ones smell bad. No, they don't. You hear from like over the fence. Daisy. What? What do you you want? What do you want? What do you want? How do you feel about dolls? What do I look like? What a a terrible question to ask. (laughs) Absolutely not. Never mind. No. Also, we, we didn't get you a doll. So, uh, <laughs> well, I would hope not. What about my character would lead you to think that I like dolls? Is it just because I'm a girl? Wow. Are you hearing this freely? You're just going to let that slide? I've got I pistol. also said giving you the doll was a bad idea. That's true. And you already gave her these, and I do shoot one of my elders' blasts off into the distance. She doesn't need a gun. Well, I got a wand. I've got a skull. Uh, Avery, also, Avery, Avery, Avery. Right. Avery. You're right. He did give me some stuff, but then he took it away. But that's okay because I got it back. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, exactly. Where did you get it back from? Well, that's none of your business because you're not my manager anymore. Excuse me, uh, Daisy. You and I, we've been really great friends all this time. And yeah. uh, it, it is important to know uh, who else offered you the things we do. Because remember, we've been working well, on this. She was I- really pretty. I sure was uh-huh. really nice. And yeah, my mom says she's a stranger and you don't talk to strangers, even if they're pretty. Right. Yeah. I'd have got in trouble for that. Uh huh. But she gave you back what we've got. And I do activate the green flame blade. So my sword catches on fire. I'm like, Mm -hmm. she gave you this again. Oh, yeah. I could do all kinds of stuff. I could do everything I could do before and I could do a little bit more. It's because I'm my own. Well, I'm not my own manager now, but you're not my manager. Well, I'm your friend. I was never your manager. Hey, can you do well, things Well, no, like- I'm talking about him. You're always my friend, but he was all like, oh, I'm your supervisor, not my supervisor no more. Mm-mm. I summon a minor illusion of Averin's face, and I'm like, can you do this? She does. She, can like, sh- summons a minor illusion. Can you show me the lady's face? Well, I could, but that would be kind of telling. Are you going to go do it's- something terrible to her because she... <laughs> This. No, I no. gave you a big. I, I gave you the big gift of magic, and I took it away from you because I'm. Because your your head is made of poop. That's my head is made of poop. It's true, and we. I clearly would not be angry with anyone who gave you magic because I've done it before. So whoever you show us who gave you the magic, mm-hmm. we want to reward them if anything, because you know, frankly, I don't have the time to keep giving you magic all the time. You know, it, but this person did me a favor. Give me a deception roll. Thank you. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm going to lean over to Alindra and say, so does this happen often? More than you would think. <laughs> you can see she's got tears in her eyes. 23. Oh, okay. She like thinks about it and she's like, well, I suppose if we're going to give her an award, not that I think she needs an award from you. And as she's about to conjure it, she looks at, like around everybody. She's like, but you didn't introduce me to her. And she points at Alindra. Well, that's my daughter, Alindra. Me and Sophia's daughter. You have a daughter? I do. How do you not mention that? To keep her safe from bad people. Like you? How are you going to keep her safe from you? Ah, that's the point. Yeah, well. I'm trying to keep everyone safe from me. Hi, Lindy. My Doesn't name is Daisy. Like Why are you crying? Do you need my handkerchief? She pulls out a really dirty white lace handkerchief. I pressed it. <laughs> 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 uh, All these hands go up. <laughs> here you go. Here you go, Lindy. Here is a clean handkerchief for you. Thank you. And she wipes her eyes. 
<clears throat> it's very nice to meet you. Are you allergic to, to orange toe? Is that what's going on? Uh, that must be it. Yes. Oh, okay. What, what are you? What are you growing there? Oh, well, my, there's some tulips in the peeled. I'm going to replace them maybe with some daisies and some other stuff. Maybe some sunflowers because I do like those. Oh, you still want to see a picture of my lady because you're so jealous. Y- yes, please. Okay. Ma- maybe she can help me because I, I want more powers too. Yeah. She like summons like this very, she like puts up this very grand like gesture as she does it. And conjures like this very large image of um, a beautiful woman. Uh, she has like pointed ears and and fair skin, and she has like long, almost like flowing, um, uh, almost like radiant white hair. Um, and she has green eyes, and her face looks almost um, doe-like in a lot of ways. Have we seen this woman before? No. It looks like a painting. You guys see freely does very she, much like, very galadriel like. Does she match the description of anyone I've read about or know about? Um, give me a give me a history check. 17. With the 17, um, you get this impression just from looking at it that they look vaguely celestial in nature. I hit Daisy with message so she can hear me, but no one else can. And I just tell her I'd really like to meet her new friend. And she hits you back and she's like, baby, I can invite you over for my pies and tea if my mom lets me go see her again. Anytime, Daisy. Remember, I found your old spot with all the traps. No, I know you know how to throw a party. I know. This part she says out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, we got we to gotta talk to your mom about something here. So, uh, but hey, if you need any help with the, like, you know, stuff, you know where to find me, okay? Oh, yeah. And she notices like where like uh, uh, the scissors have kind of nicked you a little bit before you move them onto your jerkin. You notice she just takes you goes like that and uh, just heals it away. Oh, Daisy, you're you're really good at that. Is that what the go. the lady gave you? Well, I'm not a lady double tails. <laughs> hey, well, just uh, if a lady never tells, then you know, a lady shouldn't show off. Uh, so, but now you you shut off, so you gotta tell. Well, no, I don't because a, a dragon lady number asks and a lady number tells. I uh, kneel right. down and I, I get right in her face and I say, uh, Daisy, you know, I'm different than all than than everybody else. I've never met anybody else quite like me that I just it's just something in my blood that I can just do things like sometimes when uh, I'm about to get sick or I'm about to get hurt and I just like concentrate really hard and I can just win because I feel like just it's in my blood, right? Like I just feel it. Does that, does that happen to you now? I don't know if I can, I don't know if it's inside me. Just a feeling right here. But sometimes I can ask her for top and she gives it to me and- it's a good thing. I feel like she's always with me. Sometimes I'll go, ring, ring, ring. How you doing when I'm lonely? She'll answer. She'll be like, what's up? Except she doesn't Do say have... it like that. That's okay. Do you have a name you call her? I just call her Lady. You see how pretty she is? She says, she's maybe I'll look beautiful. like her when I grow up. But she says, I'm pretty now. So <laughs> Very pretty now. Very pretty now. And she- Oh, no. She only said the thing about if my mom will let me talk to her again to freely, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Message. 
Yeah. Is 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 she wearing any sort of symbol or jewelry? No, this is a very dirty like at one point her clothes were like cute, but she's wearing the same garb she was when everybody else first met her, which is like shorts with a uh like basically like a very short dress over and it's kind of frilly, but it's like not well taken care of. And she well, wears socks that come up higher than her ankles. I just super do her up with prestidigitation and mending. I did that the day we saved her. I do it again. <laughs> like she's showroom new here. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I kept doing that. I probably just got to mess it up again. Well, I'll fix it again when you do. So we got to. Uh, I'll yeah. take you go see her. And she like grabs your hand in hers. It's sticky. And she like leads you into the garden. She's like, Bob, these people want to see you. The people that you don't like. And Wendy just kind of like goes oh, and like puts the puts her gardening tools down. And she's like, here, stay out of trouble. And she gives her her little bucket with the baby gardening tools in it. Go, go, stay out of trouble. And she kind of like shoes her away. <sighs> what? What do you want? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, mm. uh, we think someone who is very bad uh, was once part of your organization left and maybe causing lots of trouble in Argent. In Argent. And we were indicated, it was indicated to us that you might know who the person might be. That's not quite it. Oh, did I, it's I that someone the you knew well, they were part may have of a the vendetta. Order. Yeah, but they used to be part of this order. A vendetta. Yes. A vendetta against me? No, just your organization. I mean, no one's done anything to us. Has anyone left? So long time ago, you were a child. And they're just acting now? We don't know. There was a long time ago, there was a there was an exploration of information, a, a type of magic that was not uh, commonly used here. Ah. We're trying to find out more about what was happening there. And we know that there was something that came out of that, that it caused someone to be exiled. I do remember briefly as a kid something like this happening. What do you recall? I remember there being a big to-do and, and everyone was present. And I was only a fledgling at the time. So I couldn't, didn't really have a say. But they gathered all of the people in our order and, and decided and debated what to do with a person who had done some great trespass. I don't remember exactly what she did, but I don't know why she would hate us or wait so long to move against us. They deliberated for three days before they decided to kick her out. It's the only time I remember anyone being turned away from the order. Are there records from what happened? Like a list of grievances or hmm. what this person did wrong or what their name was? I'm sure I could probably pull something up. And she like kind of puts her tools away and she goes and she's like, but I mean, you would probably know better than anyone else, Averin. Yeah, well, my memory's not so good, is it? And it's been a while since I've been back in town. Ah, oh, well, she was your rival. I don't have. And a that will be where we will end <laughs> today's session. Well. No, oh, jeez. Uh, Averin. So Do you know this person? I'm smiting Averin is what I'm taking from this. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> You can certainly try. 
Thank you so Tani, much. you know, if you want to play me. a different character, you don't have to get us to kill Averin. You can just <laughs> bring somebody new in. <laughs> if you all want to play a different character, <laughs> I'll take uh, y'all down. No, I'm, I'm I love you all. And then I'll bring everybody back. I know, because all be the diamonds. I'll be really, really tired and cross. I'm hard. Don't. Very, very tired <laughs> yeah, and cross. I am a primordial. <laughs> Listen. Some of us prayed to our gods and got answers, and some of us were sarcastic. Next time, next time we'll sit and I'll show you how to do it right. It'll be okay. Some of us are gods and have their own coins. Yeah, <laughs> and and also now and some of have... us are the gods that made sure those coins exist. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us don't have an ego and don't care. So come on, we'll <laughs> sit over here. True. I am without ego. <laughs> the subtle <laughs> like, read. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> when you get read by Orkira, that shit hits different. Yeah, um, no, she's no. she's super like her wisdom is high. Her intelligence is low. So her, yeah, she's got high high perception. Got folksy wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Folksy she's got wisdom. people wisdom. Mm-hmm. She, she's she's not book smart, but she's got people smart. So yeah. Sometimes when you go into a forest, you come back with more than one tree. I don't know. Some shit. Like, <laughs> are we back to <laughs> old Orkira? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Yeah, you know, the hillbilly logic. <laughs> you, me, and Daisy will sit <laughs> over there. The three of us will all pray together and we'll figure out what's going on. It'll be great. Thank you so much for rolling <laughs> dice with me today. Thank you so much for watching and hanging out with us today. Let's go around and have everybody do some shout outs. Hope we always go last with you. So this time I'm going to go first. Who are you? Where can people find you? Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. You can listen to me on uh, Attackers of Opportunity, which is a you can it's a D and D show on uh, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. What? Yeah, I was just hearing about this. What is this? Yeah, yeah this is the first. It's been yeah, a while. I usually don't. I usually don't say anything about it, but you know why not? Yeah. I mean, literally now. Yeah, That's literally. literally what this time is for. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did this whole other thing. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone, go subscribe. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's fantastic! What is that show again? Called Attackers of Opportunity. That's amazing. That's a good name for a show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm Megan. Hello, everyone. I'm Megan Kenrick. You can find me right here every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, casting buttery spells and uh, just being generally bubbly and creating disgusting new ingredients for my new food truck. Like s'mores. <laughs> Lauren. I'm Lauren Irvin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All I can think about is machete in the s'more. I'm Lauren Irvin. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. You can find me wherever D&D Beyond is sold. You can also find me on Twitter as Oba Lauren. And that's it. I'm just thinking about machete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen. Uh, hey, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on here as Dreamwisp Jen on Twitter as uh, Dreamwisp. Um, I'm also the creator of the Tabletop Accessibility Toolkit. I am a writer, producer, actor, um, and uh, what else do I do? All the things. <laughs> All the things. Everything. Um, I'm around doing stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Go check it that out. That was Todd. terrible. Sorry. No, that was <laughs> great. <laughs> it's been a long day. Don't worry about it. Todd. We've had to struggle through. No, I, I, I already went. Stuff. I will stuff. say, when you took Machete from me, I was like that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio, where I'm like, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, just like I'm just like holding a beer, like you took my doll. <laughs> but I'm, I'm hurt. All right. But also, we have Machete s'mores now. That's true. But I don't that have a little machete. plastic now, doll hand. Now it's well, fine. They're, I have they're like raw a hole machete in my heart s'mores. The shape until... of machete. 
Probably because she cut in there, but still. <laughs> B. Dave. B. Dave Walters. I say <laughs> words about things. I'm somewhere seven days a week. Don't even try and keep up. Just follow me at Twitter at B. Dave Walters. However, this Sunday, Into the Motherlands begins with a game lead designed by me with an adventure written by Jasmine. So Sunday at for Pacific on twitch.tv forward Cypher of Tear. A whole new thing is beginning. It, you know, beginnings are always exciting. So session zero, you're going to learn about the world, the characters, the game we've all built together, everything. So check it out. Yes, it's true. Hi. Hello. I'm Jasmine, that bronze girl, Bular. You can follow me at that bronze girl everywhere. By everywhere, I just mean Twitch and Twitter. That's the only places I'm at. Um, and yeah, I, I'm writing the first adventure for Into the Motherlands. So if you like this game, you'll probably like that one because that's I've, I've I've written it. Yay! I'm a I'm a game Hooray! dev now. That's been my new thing. I've been like I've been dabbing on Wild. people with. Put that Wild, on your yeah. Big bio. flex. I'm designing one of the races too, and I've just been like, you know, oh, I'm awesome. I'm a game dev now. I want you to like literally the best that's part awesome. of your upcoming adventure as a dude, bro. Though. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I do. Sometimes I uh, role play in games that weren't meant to be role played in on uh, my channel, and hilarity ensues. Lately, I've been playing Phasmophobia, and I put very awful characters I come up with in situations where they have to hunt ghosts. I feel like they're all named Chad. Kyle, Kyle McMayo. Kyle, Kyle McMayo. Because <laughs> I couldn't think of a name, so. Oh. No, that's, I, that's that's where we're at. I shouldn't be it. laughing at that. <laughs> that's well, amazing. Yeah, yeah, McMayo. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's great. Incredible. He's successfully uh, been on six ghost hunts now. He's still kicking. His dad owns a Cadillac dealership. Like you do. <laughs> that's awesome. The last one. Not Ford? The, the last one. No, no. That's what I don't know why it killed me. I was I was watching that stream and she's like, I own I own a Cadillac dealership. I'm like, who the f owns a Cadillac dealership? Kyle. Kyle. Well, Kyle. Like, well, like a retired Kyle. No, so like young Kyle. In, young Kyle. In, in, important point of clarification: Is it a Cadillac dealership? Because that's the first thing you thought of, or was that a long con deep cut to Aquatine Hunger Force? I think it was a subconscious long con deep cut. I will love course. you to the end of all time. Give him a sweet ass lung tan. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my dad is a dealership. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm done. I haven't seen Aquatine Hunger Force in a long time, but I'll still quote it. Like little things like, you know, uh, when, and when you want something, that's a responsibility. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh. All right. We'll we'll let our poor audience go. They don't deserve this. Thank yeah. you so much for watching us every night. Bye everyone. Care of yourself and each other. Bye. Coffee day. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bular as dungeon master with players B Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Jen Kretschmer, Hope Lavelle, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv/dndbeyond. Our live stream producer is William Box. Our podcast producer is Lauren Urban, and the show is created in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.